Today's podcast is brought to you by Advocare Independent Distributor, Chris Ashley. That's me. I wanted to tell you guys about Advocare. Hey, we're almost a month into 2018, and maybe you have already totally blown up on your New Year's resolutions. Well, guess what? I haven't. And that's not to brag on myself. I have done it with the help of Advocare's new 180 system. Some of you may be wondering, what is Advocare? Well, Advocare is a sports supplement, nutrition, wellness, the whole deal. They do everything. They are the official sports nutrition partner of Major League Soccer. They are the official kit sponsor of FCA, FC Dallas. That might be how you are familiar with them. But look, they've got everything from uh, sports rehydration. They have um, weight loss, energy, all kinds of things that you could use in that realm. They also have stuff for people who are more into sports performance. Maybe you're trying to bulk up. Maybe you need protein. They have a ton of great products for you to check out. Hey, you can go to my website, upstatefit.com, and check out the products. Hey, don't be scared away by any prices there. There's always a way to save some money. I would love to chat with you further about it. You can shoot me an email at upstatefit at gmail.com, and I will be in contact with you. Now, without any further ado, let's get on with the show. Yeah, That Soccer Show is proud to be a part of the Soccer and Sweet Tea Network. Check out all their coverage of soccer in the Carolinas at soccer, the letter N, sweettea.com, or follow them on social media, soccer in sweet tea. This is Yeah, That Soccer Show, the completely unofficial podcast that talks all things Greenville FC, NPSL, and so much more. So come on, Greenville, this show is for you, it's about you, and we want this show to be driven by you. So email the show at yeahthatsoccershow at gmail.com or slide into our DMs over at at YTSSpodcast. Now, let's get to the show. Welcome to episode two of Yeah, That Soccer Show. Today, excited to welcome some of the founding members of Millstown Operatives, the new supporters group for Greenville FC. So I am going to let them introduce themselves before we get rolling um, in the interview. So guys, jump in. Tell us uh, who you are, whatever else you want us to know. And um, maybe your history with the sport, your history with soccer, and how you how long you've been a fan, how you got into it, and um, and how that's all developed in your life. Uh, my name is KJ. Uh, stands for Katie Joe. If anybody ever wants to know, there's a good tidbit. Um, I'm actually from Jacksonville, Florida, and I moved to Greer about five months ago. So it was a little sad for me at first. I'm from in Jacksonville. We have the Armada, and I'm a huge um, fan of the Armada, and I was part of Section 904 for the last two years, and um, that was my family. And so it's so exciting when I moved here and realized that uh, Greenville FC announced that this was going to be a thing. So I'm really happy to be here and to be a part of this. Yeah, and I'm uh, Blake. I've been in the Greenville area probably the last four or five years. And as far as my soccer background, is not very extensive. I played soccer when I was four and quit because... I wasn't allowed to hit anybody and kind of was turned off to the sport for a long time um, until I started college and FIFA got so popular 
I moved into a new house with a bunch of guys who love playing FIFA, and it just kind of got me hooked on soccer. And then about a year ago, I was in Asheville hanging out with some buddies, and they told me about Asheville City Soccer Club that was, you know, going to have their first inaugural season this last year, and just kind of asked me to be a part of it and asked me to jump on and get excited, and that was just something I had a great time doing last summer and um, just kind of building up and being a part of that fan group. And so when Greenville announced that they were going to have a team, I got really excited because it just gave me opportunity to be more local, to be more involved and kind of, you know, grow a new passion for soccer and an old passion for just getting excited and bringing people together. And I'm going to jump in too, because I'm part of this group as well. Uh, the host of Yeah That Soccer Show. My name is Chris Ashley. Um, I have lived in Greenville since 2009, so I'm coming up on my, gosh, I guess it's my 10th year living here. Um, and I have been a soccer fan similar to Blake. I played one year of soccer when I was like five, and I think my mom was like, this sport's too expensive. You got to buy too much stuff, which in hindsight seems kind of silly. It doesn't take too much to play, but... Um, didn't grow up necessarily soccer fan. Started to get into it a little bit in high school, watching Premier League, um, and at that point, just decided I didn't like Man United, so I became a Chelsea <laughs> fan. <laughs> and uh, as I went to college, actually lived with a guy who played on the soccer team um, where I went to school at Carson Newman. Um, so got super invested in watching college games, um, and then he went on to he actually played for the crew, the Columbus Crew, for a year. Um, while we, while I was in college, I was a senior, he had graduated and he, he got to play up there a little bit. So that just really was the seed of my fandom. Um, and, and like everybody else, Greenville announcing their team, uh, got me super excited to have a team close by to jump in and, um, and really be a part of. So I know you guys have talked about being involved in different kinds of supporters groups. And so obviously that that's really one of the reasons we're here today is kind of just to talk a little bit about the development of this new supporters group. But before we do that, um, I would love to know, like, what are some of the things that you've experienced as part of supporters groups you've been a part of that, that make you feel, made you want to be so much a part of like establishing and growing the culture here in Greenville? Um, I guess since y'all talked about your soccer background, I have zero and I will <laughs> let anyone know that. I actually got into the group. Um, I first became friends with somebody that was part of AO, American Outlaws, and I started to go to a few of their events um, at a bar and they invited me to go to Section 904 and tailgate one time. And it's funny because that person stopped going, but um, that was just, that's my group. And it's just it's so interesting because it's really more of just when you go to these tailgates, it isn't like a college tailgate. I mean, there's kids from eight, there's people, you know, in their sixties and we all come together for a common cause and for soccer. And it's just so much fun to um, hang out with everybody and, and, you know, both at games and outside of games. So with me, it was just kind of a camaraderie and a community and um, just, it's just really fun to see the diverse amount of people that come together for the sport. Um, very similar for me as well. I um, I love getting excited. I love just passion. And this last year I spent with Asheville City and just kind of helping be a part of that South Soap Blues movement up there and just 
having people where, you know, we hosted a huge FIFA tournament and there was literally a six-year-old boy playing in it and a 60-year-old man also <laughs> playing yeah, in that's it. That's awesome. And every age in between. And so it was just something like, man, people are passionate about this. People are excited. And um, the biggest thing, you know, I was excited about for Greenville and kind of this supporters group along with what I learned in Asheville was just, you know, this being something, you know, mine and, you know, Chris's and KJ's and just anybody's like, this is our thing. And that was just something that like I saw happen in Asheville to where there was a game that literally hurricaned. I mean, the <laughs> game ended up being on a three hour delay and I would say 95% of people stayed. I mean, the stadiums were packed the entire time because it was Asheville's team and the support group had built such a bond where the entire hurricane, I mean, they were just chanting and throwing <laughs> up smoke bombs and, you know, playing games themselves in the stands where no one, like, it didn't matter how cold and rainy and windy it was, there was nowhere else anyone wanted to be. And just bringing that excitement to Greenville, a city that's growing so much and a city that just loves what's theirs, I just know that that same kind of excitement can happen here, and I just would do anything to be a part of that. Sure. Yeah. And for me, you know, I was, I was super, uh, involved in the, in the, uh, fan section in college, I guess, uh, not necessarily supporters group. Um, and then I, I jumped in a little bit last year when Atlanta United came to major league soccer. Um, there was a, one of the supporters groups, Terminus Legion had a, a, a satellite group in Greenville, um, so I thought, this is great. I'm going to join. I'm going to be super excited. And then I really never went to anything, which is totally on me. <laughs> but it's kind of hard to be, like you say, it's kind of hard to be plugged into a sports group that is not necessarily like the team's not in your town. You know, you don't feel that that connection so much. Um, so for me, like I was super, super pumped to be a part of this. So as soon as the team was announced, you know, I was, I was meeting with uh, – I set up a meeting with the president, Marco, and was like, hey, whatever I can do, like, I want to be involved. And I know one of the first things we did was uh, he he had collected some of us all together and said, hey, let's just, let's go grab a beer. Let's get together. Let's start talking about what this is going to look like. And so um, the, the funny thing to me is, like, the reason I want to be a part of a supporters group and the reason I'm so excited about Milltown Operatives in particular is, like I said, I've been here almost 10 years I met my wife the first week I moved to Greenville. We didn't start dating for about a year and we didn't get married till a couple years later. But basically since I've been in Greenville, all the people I've known and all the people I've interacted with have been our friends or her friends that I just kind of tagged onto. So, um, you know, when I went to that first meetup and even our second meetup a couple weeks ago, like that, this has been the first time for me that I've kind of branched out, um, beyond her and gotten to meet people that, <laughs> yeah, got to meet people that like share interests with me, um, that maybe she's not as into it. And like, so that's been super fun. Um, and that's something I'm super excited about. So for you guys, what do you think, what do you think makes a great fan culture in a supporters group? Like what are the kind of things that you think this is what I want Milltown operatives or any supporters group I'm a part of to really be about? Cause these are the things that make uh, a great fan experience. Are you talking about what we still need? Because I feel like it goes hand in hand. Any, any of it. Any of it. Um, I mean, it's just so interesting. It's almost like its own mini community. And I feel like Blake can can take to that. Everybody has different talents that you bring to the table. I mean, yeah, you can come and you could just drink a beer and sit in your chair. But, I mean, 
it's so funny how how you see how everybody just tries to do their part. I mean, we had one woman, and I do it too, like that just loves baking or cooking and bringing food to the tailgates. And then um, you have those that, you know, they bring their extra tents and their chairs or they bring um, their own food. But there's also, um, I mean, you have capos. Like you have people that just want to chant their heart out. And it's such a special person to have that. And I have to give It's Logie a shout out. He told me to. Um, But yeah, it's just really great to have those capos that kind of unite the group, bring them together for the cause and get them chanting. And then to have the drummers and just even your, even your ultras, even the guys that that are really into pyro and really into smoke. It's just, it, it takes each person that has a passion for what they have to bring it together. And I feel like that's what I'm, I feel lucky about with us so far is we're already starting to see people come out of their shells and people say, I can take over this or I can take over that. Just like Chris says, you know, Hey, I'm, I can do this podcast. So it's kind of nice having people kind of bring what they can to the table to make this a great group. So for the for the soccer novice who might be listening to the podcast, I know you mentioned just a little bit when you were talking about it there, but they may have missed it. Explain <laughs> what a capo is for someone who might not have any clue what that is. A capo is kind of, man, I'm trying to think of the best. There's like an army way of putting this. Or a, a capo is just the person that leads the chance. I mean, they, they lead the group um, in the march into the actual stadium and then – um, most groups have their own chance, and so they just make sure and keep the the team, you know, pumped and hype. I mean, make sure that we're not sitting down just watching, that we're up there, that we're screaming out, that we're, you know, giving our heart out. So they're the ones that kind of keep us in check sometimes when we just, you know, aren't really feeling it, and other times when we're really into it. Just make sure that we all have a united voice um, to give the team the best. Yeah, a little, a little bit uh, part cheerleader, part f- field general. I know, kinda, they, they'd kill me if I said cheerleader. Right, so right. I'm well, he che- said it about me. Cheerleader in the best <laughs> sense of the word. Yeah. But, but like I said, part cheerleader, part field general. Exactly. Like, it's the, it's the best parts of both of those things. So, yeah. uh, what about you, Blake? What do you think makes a great fan culture? Um, what I think is, like, the biggest play is that what we've kind of talked about just with the age gap and everyone being involved, mm-hmm. I think – the biggest way that support groups die is when they become kind of a clique where mm-hmm. everybody looks the same. Sure. Everyone sounds the same. Everyone's agenda is the same. Whereas opposed to what we're trying to build is, you know, it doesn't matter what you look like, how old you are, what you do, what your specialty is. We just want to come together and make it happen. If you come to us and say, hey, I do this really well, do it. That's what we want. And I think the biggest way to know that we're successful is when we're sitting in the stands at these games or not hopefully no one's sitting but when we're at these games just going wild and we look around and we see a crowd full of people that look like they belong mm-hmm. there's no one yeah. sitting in the back rows in the corners just kind of sitting down like man I just love soccer so I'm here but like that's not my thing my mm-hmm. hope for Milltown Operatives is to see a bunch of people who are passionate, inviting friends, saying, hey, come to my supporters group. Come to this event that we are doing. And I think that'll be our biggest sign of success is just seeing a crowd full of people who know they belong and feel passionate. And what I'm hearing you say is like a mutual ownership. Like it's not like, yeah, okay, we're the ones talking right now about how we started the group, but that doesn't mean it's our group. Like we're open arms, anybody and everybody that wants to be a part of it. I mean, we want you there. Yeah. We, I mean, none of us have titles. We really just, we were sitting around last night and we're like, look, somebody's got to step up and say like, let's organize it. Let's get it rolling. And, and that's, that's what we have done. But really just as a sense to like, turn the treadmill on, but we want, we want other people to jump in. And I I love, I love what you talk about, Blake, about just a sense of belonging. Like that is 
that if I could say this is the this is the motto, this is the mission statement of what we're trying to do, a sense of belonging, having a place where, like I talk about, you can come and these might be your only friends outside of your married friends or something. But but to really the, the crazy thing is the last time we met up, you know, like I I I found myself moving around the table, like wanting to interact with not just those of us that I'd already met before, but like hey, here's some other people that love this sport that I, that I have a passion for. And I think that's the cool thing about soccer is the community is so diverse. It's a sport that is very, it's still very niche in our country. And in, especially in the South, it's not something that a ton of people are like, Oh yeah, soccer. Um, I think it's growing. And I think it has the potential to really grow now that we have a team, but it's a sport where once you're, once you are a part of it, it's kind of neat to say like, Oh yeah, I see this other. I see this car in the parking lot, and they've got a Greenville FC sticker. Like, all of a sudden, like even if I don't know who that is, like I already feel a connection to that person. And yeah. Um, so yeah, I think that's a that, that's a huge thing. So you talked a little bit about. Um, I know you mentioned there towards the end, like some of your hopes for Milltown operatives. But I I kind of had that as a question. Like, what are your hopes? What are your big time hopes for this group? If if in a year from now we get back together and we say, hey, we've had a season under our belt. What would what would be what would be wins for you? I just want to kind of go back a few steps and just say how awesomely organic it's been, as like how it is so far. Mm. I mean, it's just kind of great. We've only met, I think, twice. I think mm-hmm. together the three yeah. of us, and you know, we have a name and we have a logo, and just um, like I said, my hopes. I mean, there's a lot of things I guess we need. I guess as far as a wish list for um, to make it the ultimate supporters group, but. I'm kind of with Blake that right now we just want to make sure we have some diehard people and I think the rest will come as it may. It's just getting the right people in and just letting people know about it. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, kind of just to piggyback on how I finished the last question, it's just my hope is that people feel like and understand like this is theirs. They have a sense of belonging that someone who has been around soccer for the last 50 years of their lives and knows that rule book and everything back and forth can be like, man, this is an awesome group. Like it loves soccer to its core, but also the people who really don't know anything other than when the ball goes in the net, we're either really happy or really sad (laughs) can be there and can be excited and can high five and, You know, that's one thing I love about soccer is a lot of games are going to be 1-0 and then some games are going to be 7-6. to six, And it's you are on the edge of your seats the whole time, mm-hmm. no matter what, because there is always that chance that, you know, this is going to be the kick that, that wins it for us. Mm-hmm. And I just think that, you know, as a supporter, that's the best part. And so my hope for the supporters group is, Obviously, that it grows. You know, we mm-hmm. hope that a year from now we're not talking about how, oh, yeah, we still have 20 people coming every <laughs> time we meet up. You know, my hope is that we sell out more games than we don't. Yeah. Um, you know, my hope is that people step up and we have people who come up with different chants. We have people who say, you know, I want a drum or I want to bring my trombone or whatever. Um, my hope is that people actively just, seeking trombone players. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> um, and that's just kind of my hope is that Greenville and some of the surrounding communities just come together and people feel comfortable enough in Milltown operatives to be like, hey, you guys aren't doing this. I can do it. Like, can I? And it just be, of course, yes, yeah. yes. Like, do what you're great at because that's what's going to make the group great. 
Yeah, I I agree, and I I think for me, uh, I I always tell my wife. You talk about the excitement of the game. I always tell my wife who who basically tolerates soccer. <laughs> she yeah. watches it with me. She doesn't understand it at all. But I said, you know, in soccer, there's no timeouts, and that's the best way you can describe it. It's nonstop action, and so as a fan, you want to be engaged, and like that's the thing I think for a supporters group. Um, particularly of a soccer team that may be different than going to a Clemson football game or a South Carolina football game is that like you're engaged for 45 minutes in the first half and for 45 minutes in the second half. There's no, there's no time where you're not focused on the game. And I think that's what's super exciting. And for me, when I think about my hopes for the organization, my hopes for Milltown operatives, it's, it's simply this. I want for people who come either from, from teams that are coming to play Greenville and they come to a game wherever we're going to be playing games in Greenville or for people who just are from, maybe used to live here, who live somewhere else and they want to come back and check it out. I want people to walk away and say, wow, how did it take Greenville so long to have a soccer team? Because the culture here is clearly ready for it and hungry for it. And I think if we can do that, we've really accomplished our goals because I think there is a hunger and a desire, um, for soccer and for the sport. And so I, I'm, I'm super excited. And that's, that's my hope. So one last thing before we go to break, and uh, I would love for you to, I'd love to know, what, what are your hopes for the team this year? Like what are your maybe expectations, but also like what are you, what are you hoping happens in the inaugural season of Greenville FC? I want to win a championship. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> we'll make I go home. <laughs> Ride it on a rock. That's right. Um, but honestly, I, my hope for the team is that they are a part of us. I I think the most successful support group, supporters groups, and kind of teams are when they are one thing. You know, I talk to Marco, the president, a lot, and he says, you know, he just wants to be in the supporters group. He's the president. He's got you know the responsibilities he has, but he just wants to be a fan. And I think if we can build that relationship with the players and coaches and fan group where when we've got events, we're all there and you really don't know the difference. You don't know who's a part of the organization and who's a part of the supporters group. You just know we're all there having a great time. And so obviously on the field, I hope that Greenville FC is a winning team that it kind of makes it. Mm-hmm. cheering for them easy sure um but my biggest hope is that the bond and relationship can be built there to where you feel excited you know like oh number eight he just scored a goal and like that i bought that guy a beer last week like that's my friend <laughs> like just something where it can be like a special bond i don't know how much i'm more to, to add to that i mean i do think it's really cool when you start to get to know the players and um i just hope the players love Greenville and love the area as much as we do. I mean, but I mean, yeah, of course you want to say we hope they win, but um, I don't know what else there is to say to that. But yeah, just just a great first year. I mean, if there's some ups and downs, more ups and downs, I'd be happy. Yeah, and I, you know, I would just say for me, like, win or lose, I just hope they're competitive. Like, I want every game to be one nothing or 7-6. Like, I want it to be a close game. I don't want yeah. any blowouts. I don't want to feel like wow, this is really painful to <laughs> sit here in the hurricane and then get beat 5-0. Like, you know, I want the team to be competitive. And I'll throw this out there. This is something that's it's a dream of mine. Um, and maybe not year one, but I would love to see this team win enough and do well enough 
to get into U.S. Open Cup. And then let's see what happens from there, right? Because, you know, that's only the best teams from this league. And then they get to play potentially MLS sides and USL sides. And, like, let's let's do it. Like, I want to... I want to go to bigger and better things. I want to see how great this team can be. So that's that's a goal that I have. Um, so at, with that, let's take a quick break, and we'll be right back to talk a little bit more with the Milltown operatives. What's up, Greenville? If you're listening to this podcast, then you're like me. You love soccer. You love the upstate of South Carolina, and you're excited that we've got our very own team in Greenville FC. That shared excitement is one of the major reasons I created this podcast so that we could come together as a community around this team. Ever since we announced the podcast, I've gotten a ton of love, a ton of outpouring of support and excitement about what we're going to do going forward. And people have been reaching out saying, hey, how can we help? How can we support the podcast aside from just spreading the word? Well, I've got a great way that you can be involved in making this podcast great. And it's not going to cost you a thing. Look, if you're like me, you already shop on Amazon. You go there for almost everything in your life. And Amazon has set up a unique way that you can support the podcast at no cost to you. All you got to do is instead of just going to Amazon.com or through your app, just go to our website, yeahthatsoccershow.com slash Amazon. It'll take you straight to the Amazon homepage. Do your shopping as normal. We'll just get a small cut of what you buy. Now, it doesn't cost you any more. There's not a, yeah, that soccer show surcharge on your account when you buy stuff through the, our link. All it does is it just takes a little bit of the profit that Amazon would normally get, and they just fork it over to us. We're going to use that money to make the podcast even better. Hopefully, we can do some live shows pre- and post-match, get some great interviews with the players and coaches. We really want to make this great. That little thing could go a huge way into helping us make the podcast even better. Yeah, that soccer show slash Amazon, or you can just go to yeah, that soccer show.com and there's an Amazon link there on the left hand side. We appreciate your support. All right, we're back now with the Milltown operatives. Um, guys, I would love to talk a little bit about the development of Milltown operatives, talk about um, how we started meeting together. Um, how we came up with the name, how the logo came about. Talk, talk about all those things in, in whatever order or whatever chunk you'd like to chip in. I don't know if I even know the answer for who specifically came up with the full thing. Um, I know that as far as getting together, honestly, we have we have Marco to thank him. I mean, I know I was getting my hair done. I don't know what y'all were doing. It was a Saturday, and he just said, hey, do y'all want to meet up tonight? Here's the place and time. And I said, oh, okay, this is really cool. And we just... All of us showed up, so it's I think anybody that just kind of showed an interest on on uh, Twitter, and uh, that's how that came to be. Um, I know we all when we first started talking, it was kind of awesome. Like I said earlier, how organic it was that we all wanted to kind of reflect the history of the area of the Upstate that it is a textile um, background mill, you know, country. And yeah, I don't. I probably know the least about that since I'm new here. <laughs> well, I can I can speak to the name um, because I think I think you were sitting down on that end of the table too with us, Blake. But Marco and I started talking a little bit about the name Greenville FC, and I told him, you know, that back last year when I was I started thinking about Greenville getting a team, and I I started a list on my notes on my phone of like what would be good potential team names that aren't like super obvious. And I told told Marco, I was like. Not not to offend you about Green Blood Sea, but I was trying to think of like less obvious names. And one of the names, the name that ultimately I, I fell in love with was Milltown FC. 
And when I told him that, he just started laughing hysterically. And he told me I had to tell his girlfriend. Well, it turns out that Marco had the same thought. He had come up with Milltown FC and like fell in love with it. And people talked him out of it because of you know branding stuff, which I think we all understand. Greenville FC is obviously a lot more obvious. Um, so that's how we that's how we kind of said, well, we need to incorporate Milltown into into something because it's just such a we we both were just so in love with it. And, and then, I think I was the operatives half though. Right. So, yeah. <laughs> so talk about talk about operatives. Like what what Shout happened out to Google? <laughs> Thank you, Google. So what, be, what yeah. is but what does operatives have to do with anything regarding that? Because that's that's kind of a cool story too. Well, me, um, I mean, my job I'm in marketing and I've done logos and I've done naming different things and a lot of times it comes from the history and that's where it actually is interesting as opposed to just throwing a name out there. And so one night I was reading up about textile mills and just trying to think of some cool phrases or um, some things that are just specific to um, that kind of language. And the word operative came up and it was the textile mill workers sometimes were just called operatives. And yes, it's probably because they operated the machine. So, but I also thought, you know, operatives, it's kind of cool. It's kind of a spy thing. And I said, I don't know. I, I dig it. I think it's different. I've, I personally never heard of another supporters group with that name and I just felt like it fit and so I know I posted it kind of on Twitter just like hey did y'all know this and I didn't think anybody would take up on it I thought they would just laugh at me and instead people kind of thought you know hey this could work so we kind of put Milltown and operatives together and just realized it was a great a great name yeah I think that night when we were talking at three like as soon as we said that to get that phrase <laughs> Milltown operatives, y'all stopped everybody, everybody <laughs> was like this is it like yeah. this is the yeah. name we love it so exactly. what about, um, cause you're our, you're our resident, um, our resident graphic designer. So why don't you talk a little bit about, about the logo? Um, I think we all knew that obviously if we had the history and the name, we had to kind of reflect it within our logo. And, um, so I know we had thrown out a few different ideas and, um, I was just, you know, looking on some of the graphic sites I have and I found a few different ones and the one that everybody kind of landed on, it's, I mean, it's simple, but it, I mean, it's really industrial. It shows who we are. We're a little rough and rugged around the edges, but you know, it kind of helped reflect what Milton operatives meant for anybody that didn't know. And it's just kind of like a textile mill in the words. And it's simple, but I think it's clean. And you want it to be able to go across different platforms. And we already, I think, have possibly a sub logo to go on some merch. So I feel like we're kind of ahead of the game, and I'm pretty excited. I just think it's really fun. I usually. My day-to-day job, I do a lot of annual reports and a lot of, you know, infographics. So for me, it's kind of fun to just be able to play around with something a little a little sexier, a little more fun, and um, kind of put my name on something. It's pretty cool. And I, I don't think people have necessarily seen too much of the, the Spy logo yet, but that's that's one we have as a potential secondary logo that might be making, making the way out a little bit on some social media and some other things you might be seeing. So... Blake, what about you? Anything you want to chip in about the development of the of the name and and everything? How we got how we got rolling? Uh, yeah, sure. So you know, part of my background with the South Slope Blues in Asheville was, um, and kind of wanting to figure out you know how to be that um, here in Greenville. I just knew that as soon as Greenville went live I had to be a part of it um one thing you know I loved at Asheville is how I got in early and was a part of the excitement there and um but I always felt like man if I could just be closer I could be so much more valuable and so I messaged um or DM'd on Instagram the Greenville FC account like 10 minutes after it opened (laughs) and um, Marco messaged me back and was like 
text me right now. <laughs> and I've just kind of been talking with Marco ever since. And um, we started, you know, a text group and then an email chain and then Twitter messaging. And it just kind of blew up from there. And so that's kind of how I got started in with it. Um, but as far as the name and like logo i feel kind of useless in that part <laughs> you had a vote. yeah i mean I, I that's what i do i'm a loud voice and i'm kind of a hype man and i like to get people organized and together and get people excited but i have zero ability when it comes to graphic designing and i threw out probably 200 of the names we didn't go with <laughs> But got really excited about Milltown Operatives when we did jump in. So, yeah, that's kind of where I come in. I'm just the hype man, and these two, they do the, the hard work. Yeah, I think, I think hype man's a good word because I think, I think every time anybody's throwing out a suggestion, Blake's always like, this is the greatest thing ever. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it just it definitely makes it feel like... Gives you confidence. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, he's the hype man. He's all about like, this is awesome. We got to do right. it. So what can folks expect as we move forward, you know, as we get towards the season? Um, like, like we said, we've, we've met a couple times so far in the last month or so. What can we expect going forward in terms of meeting up, you know, having, developing a membership structure, having merchandise, scarves, T-shirts, hats? I know maybe we don't have all the nitty-gritty details, but just talk a little bit about maybe some of the plans in that respect. Um, so I'll jump in, especially in that first uh, M, if you will, um, meetups. Meetups are something I'm really passionate about because I have seen how successful they grow a support group. When you know the South Slope Blues decided that they were the official support group of Asheville City, I mean they met up often. Whether it was you know 25 people at a brewery. Um, where they just call the brewery and say, hey, we're going to try to get a bunch of people to come. Will you all stay open a little later? And the brewery was like, sure, and we'll do a dollar off every beer if you say you're with South Slope. And from that to 100 people FIFA tournaments to, you know, watching, you know, national soccer games to watching Premier League on Sunday mornings and kind of doing like a, you know, brunch and soccer kind of thing, like, just meeting up, having people together, constantly connecting faces is just something that I'm really passionate about. So for Greenville FC fans and for members of Mealtown Operatives, like be on the lookout for regular meetups. Like we want to meet once every couple weeks to just build excitement. You know, as we march towards May when the season really kicks off, like we want to dive in full of momentum. We don't want to be like, oh crap, there's a game in a week. Let's hope that we can find people to get in the stands. We want people to be sitting, you know, in February, March, April, just salivating for games to begin because we are so excited. We have been together so much. Um, and that's kind of something that, you know, my hope and something that I think we're a united front on, like meetups are going to happen. We've already got some things in a work as far as venues and locations that are excited to be a part of us. And so just kind of be on the lookout for meetups to happen you know a random tuesday night or a big saturday blowout like just be prepared for any and all of that and i, and I would say the best way to stay up to date on that is we now have social media across the gamut we're at milltown gvl on instagram and twitter we have a facebook group that you can either search milltown operatives or i, I set up a bit link it's bit.ly slash milltown gvl 
and that should take you right to it. Um, so yeah, if you stay connected on those three platforms, like that'll probably be the first way that stuff like that comes out and Hey, turn your notifications on get a little, get a little buzz every time we send out a tweet. So, you know, Hey, you're the first to know this is when we're going to be meeting up. And obviously, um, you know, we're nowhere near the memberships and I'm just thankful that we have so many people that have been part of them. So we kind of know, I mean, we know what needs to be done. We know there needs to be merch down the road and we're going to have a website and I mean, all that stuff will come right now. We just, you know, we're just so happy of, we have like over 120, I think members already on the Facebook group. So just getting the people is a huge part of it. So yeah, be on the lookout. I mean, I'm hoping at least the month before we'll have membership set up, ready to go. We'll have some merch so we can rep it and people can know who we are. Um, and that will come. And one thing, one thing you didn't mention, like that I'm super like, we're definitely doing this is foot golf. We have got to play foot golf. Yeah. We've not played foot golf. No, I'm from Florida. Oh <laughs> man. We play real golf. It is the best. It is so much fun, but dang, it will straight wear you out. And there's, I know there's two places in the upstate that have foot golf. So we definitely need to put that together. That would be a super fun way to get to know a bunch of people. So, um, okay. So just as we're going to wrap up a little bit here, I know I did this with Marco and Richard last week. So I'm going to, I'm going to, Get you guys on this as well. A little rapid fire. We'll get to know you a little bit. So um, when I ask the question, we'll let KJ go first because, you know, ladies first. That's how we roll. That's right. Um, So you just respond. (laughs) You know, don't think too much about it. This isn't a, you know, this isn't a test. This is just kind of your your instant reaction. So um, here we go. Favorite soccer player of all time. I have to say Zach Steinberger, and I know he's from Armada and he just moved to Indy, but um, he has probably the best goal I've ever seen in my life and was the one reason that made me fall in love with soccer. So Zach is my man. Good. Uh, Kaka for me. I uh, loved watching him play um, his international career. Loved him for Brazil. And then when Orlando City founded and he signed there, I actually went on vacation to Orlando and my mom and I were looking for something to do, and I was like, "Mom, well, this you know MLS team, which she doesn't know what that means, but I said this MLS team just, <laughs> you know, st- they're starting now. Like, let's just go by and check out their facilities." So I called and said, "You know, hey, can I come check you guys out?" And they were like, "Well, uh, I guess like we don't really have a facility, but sure." So I went around, you know, looked at their offices, um, and at the end of the tour, they had a cardboard cutout of Kaka, and I was like, you know, this guy is, like, why I want to be, like, a fan of this team. Like, I love, like, Ricardo Kaka, like, been a huge fan of him his whole career, and she was like, really? She was like, you know, that's really awesome. Like, yeah, we're using him to build a lot of support, um, and to wrap up the tour, why don't you come in here with me? And she opened the door to the coach's office, and he was standing right <laughs> That's there. That's amazing. And, he fangirled so oh, hard. <laughs> I mean, I, like, teared up a little bit. I started shaking. Like, he shook my hand, and I, I guess I was shaking so much. He just said, come here, buddy. Like, it's good, and gave me a hug. And so I'm just sitting in Orlando <laughs> hugging Kata. That and I know that this is supposed to be rapid fire and that was kind of a long story, but that's, you know, awesome. he will forever and always be my favorite person in soccer because of that moment. That's so fun. Uh, for me, just being a Chelsea fan, I, the guy that I've always just been drawn to has been Didier Drogba. I loved him when he was at Chelsea. He'd left for a while. He came back. He was with Montreal. I was even pulling for the impact for a while just because of Didier and, uh, I, I don't know. I just he's got swagger. I like him. Um, okay, best kit you've ever seen. 
asking the girl that's not a huge soccer fan. I'm so um, Blake. <laughs> <laughs> I'll say um, Manchester United. Those black kits they came out with last season. Um, I'm not a necessarily a Man U fan. I am. I will honestly say that I do not follow international soccer enough. I love the Premier League, but to say I'm a fan of one particular team is not really true. But I love black uniforms in every sport. You would, yeah, and I would say US, USA's black uniforms. But those Man U black kits from last year are yeah. incredible. I, I think to me just best overall, uh, there's a little club called Providence City that had this Ocean State kit, and it was straight fire it was so good looking i people always make fun of me about my fashion and sports stuff i just love it um but i'm also a huge fan of the gold cup uniforms the usa wore this past year the blue and red stripes was mm-hmm. those yeah. were those were the best they've ever worn and it really makes me sad that they're not gonna wear this anymore uh favorite club team <laughs> like i said a- i'm a fan of i'm a fan of local soccer i will not be that Girl that pretends I know things I don't. I know my friends are probably laughing at me right now. All right, now, well, this is, this is specifically for you. Where's your loyalty lie? Armada or Greenville FC? Well, obviously Greenville FC. All right, there you go. <laughs> but I love my Armada guys, so don't uh, put me there. <laughs> I would say my favorite club. Um, I have some really influential people like in, in my life, good friends who are big soccer people. Who love Liverpool. So because of that, you know, they've got a soft spot in my heart. I have another group who really love Man U. And so because of that. And they would hate you for saying Man U. Correct. They, uh, (laughs) like, Manchester United and Liverpool hate each other. So my friends get so mad that I say, like, I'm cool with either. But if I had to pick one, I would probably say PSG. Because I love Ibrahimovic. And I love seeing him lead that. Um, I like what Neymar is doing there now. and So I guess PSG would be kind of if I had to choose one. Yeah, I, I think for me just after this last year, like I can confidently say, you know, you just got to look at my license plate. Atlanta United, that's <laughs> my team. I'm, I'm all in with them. I'm a, a big-time Atlanta United fan. Um, still love my Blues, still love Chelsea, but Atlanta United is probably like my favorite team. Uh, okay, quick, yay or nay, FIFA video game. You don't, Kajo, you don't strike me as a I was. I was always the, the creative Sims player. Every time there was a new Sims game, Sims. I, I, yes, Sims, Roller Coaster Tycoon, anything where you create something, hey, I get paid to do it now, so, you know, it's not that bad. I love FIFA, and so I'm a big yay for FIFA. I was more of a WWE, actually, if I had to. Wow. My brother, wow. he's a huge wrestling fan. Okay, <laughs> we're getting out of nowhere. We've opened, we've opened the closet. Or now. X Games, we're... they have, like, Street Loot. And you like pick the rollerblading, or those are always fun. That is fantastic. Soccer, I'm a big up on FIFA. I love love FIFA. Uh, okay, World Cup winner this year. Who you got? I feel like I just have to say Colombia because I have so many, so many friends. That is that a dark horse them. pick, but I like it. Germany, <laughs> got to go with the homeland of my ancestors. <laughs> Beer Brothers, that's for right. I man, that this is such a hard, this is such a hard question. I I go back and forth. You know what? Why not? Let's take a stab in the dark. I'm gonna I'm gonna go dark horse too. Let's go England. 
let's see how let's see if they can let's see if they can do something magical. But with that said, I think we're all cheering for Iceland, right? Oh, a hundred percent. Just to see the clouds. Just well, just to see the beards. Like, yeah, that's it. Like that's it. I, I mean, I you know what I would love? Iceland Egypt final. That would be great. That would be something special. Um, okay, last one. Sweet tea, yay or nay? Nay. I'm an unsweet tea Boo. person. I, I know people Boo. think I'm a serial killer for drinking unsweet tea, but I'm an unsweet tea girl. I love sweet tea. <laughs> uh, that is, I would say the body is like 70-80% water. Mine's at <laughs> least 40% sweet tea. Public sweet tea, though. Mmm. I like I like sweet tea. I grew up drinking it. My mom is is from South Carolina, so I'm used to like real southern mm-hmm. super sugary mm-hmm. sweet tea. It hurts my teeth. Um, <laughs> I, do, I don't drink I don't drink like sweet tea anymore. I drink you know like a sweet tea with Splenda or something just to be a little healthier. But I do I do enjoy sweet tea. I don't love it as much as I love my diet coke with lime, but I do like sweet tea. All right, any final words, y'all? And, and where can where can people uh, connect with you? Uh, maybe it's just through Milltown Operatives, but what any final words that you have for the listeners? Yeah, I mean, I just want to say that, guy, I'm excited to meet all of you. I am excited to be a part of this movement with you guys. Um, you know, as I hope you can tell through listening to this episode, I am a passionate guy. I'm the I'm the group's hype man. That I am who I am. I'm excited. I'm loud. I love to connect with people. And so my biggest, you know, closing remarks is just you guys be a part of this. Get excited. Be involved. As far as where you can find me, I'm at Blake Holloman One um, on Twitter and Instagram. But mainly, guys, just get involved with Milltown Operatives. Be you know, we're close to 100 Twitter followers. Instagram just launched today. Like KJ said, we've got like 120-something people in the Facebook group. Like, just find us and get involved. Start tweeting us. Start posting in that group. You know, we're not the only three that can post in the group. Just be involved in Mealtown Operatives is my biggest hope. I think my biggest thing is... I mean, like I, like I said, and, you know, people joke about it, but I don't know much about soccer. And I want people to know that, okay, yeah, this is a soccer group, but it's a family. Like, it's a group that meets together to do things, to hang out. And it's just it's just really fun, and it doesn't matter your level. You can come over by me, and I'll try to explain what I do know, or you can ask one of the other guys. But I want everybody, um, no matter if you're a novice, to, you know, you know every single team in the league. Please come out. Please hang out. Like you know, meet meet up with one of us. You can find me on Twitter at uh, Kilo Juliet underscore. Um, but yeah, just just talk to us. We we all just want to hang out and have a good time, and it just happens to revolve around soccer. So um, I hope this turns into a really awesome group. I'm really excited for where it's already going, and uh, yeah, we just want to hear from you guys and uh, meet you. And for me, I'll just say, look, I told y'all before. I need some more friends. So, like, I, I want as many people to be plugged into this thing as possible. Um, I'm excited about everything we got going. I'm excited to, to keep meeting up and to, and to roll right into to a season of watching the beautiful game. Um, go for it. Yeah. Yeah, I have one more thing um, kind of to jump on what KJ just said. You know, I invited three people to the Facebook group. And everyone said, you know, I'll stay in if you want me to, but you know, like, soccer's not really my thing. 
And one thing for Milltown operatives that I don't want to be the case is the idea of like, oh, soccer's not really my thing, to scare you away from this group. 100%. Because we are the official support group of Greenville FC. That is what we are, is we are supporting them. But at the same time, soccer, a lot of days, will be the last thing that we worry Mm -hmm. about. It'll be the last thing that we talk about. This group is about building relationships, building connections, and having fun. You know, this group is just giving the city of Greenville and surrounding areas just something to rally around, something to be a part of. You know, for people like KJ who are new to the area and looking for people to, you know, connect with and looking for like minded people, like that's what this is. We are just people who want to have fun together. So please don't let the idea of I know nothing about soccer or soccer's never really been my thing scare you or your friends away from what Milltown operatives is and what our events will be a hundred percent and last thing i'll say is uh just make sure you go uh, connect with us at milltown gvl on twitter and on instagram bit.ly slash milltown gvl or just search milltown operatives on facebook to connect with us we'd love to have you jump in and and hey if you got any questions you want any input hey if you think there's something you can do jump in and say hey i would love to do this i would Absolutely. love to love to be a part because there we we can only do what we can think to do, but sometimes people might be may, might even have an idea um, that we haven't thought of, and we'd love to we'd love to talk to you and and have you out at a meet up and say like, hey, if you got something you want to do, go for it. Um, that's that's our motto. So in terms of me, you can find me. Uh, I'm at Youth Guy Cash, but I really honestly I don't put anything interesting out. I really just I'm on Twitter to try to win stuff and uh, and to follow interesting people. <laughs> so. Um, but again, thanks for listening to the podcast. Don't forget to follow the podcast at YTSS Podcast on Twitter. Um, you can also leave us a voicemail for future episodes if you have questions that you want to call in. Um, that link is yeahthatsoccershow.com slash voicemail. And uh, we'd love to have you on the next episode. All right, for that, for the Milltown Operatives, thanks for joining us.